Hello, Kristen here. Before we get into this episode, I wanted to tell you that the antidote is a thing that's happening. It's a series of monthly gatherings that will help you return to your body and your being over and over again in the face of, you know, 2024, election insanity, climate change, global wars, your own personal stuff, other stuff. It's crazy out there. And it's easy to abandon yourself and freak out. The antidote is for bringing you home to yourself so that you can be safe in your being even when the world outside of you feels objectively unsafe. And because everybody's marketing at you and there's no reason for you to believe me, you can head to jointheantidote.com to grab a free recording of the first session that happened this week so you can feel it instead of thinking about it to see if it's a good match for you. That is jointheantidote.com. Scroll all the way down and you will see a place to pop your email address in and grab the recording. Hello and welcome to this episode of That's What She Said. This is a secret tool called Scope of Work. Um, I feel like I'm being a little repetitive because I'm trying to give you different ways to think about like planning um, your life and your business. And the trick of it is um, I just keep watching people be totally overwhelmed by this, like, but what am I going to do? But what am I going to do? But what am I going to do? And then in coaching calls, I'm I'm trying to help people navigate, like, what is the next step? That's always challenging, but it's especially, especially challenging in this moment because everything is so absolutely overwhelming at some level with the pandemic that those parts of our brains that can see into the future are just, like, giving up. <laughs> They're just like, whatever, man, I don't know. So I wanted to help you think of this, of your work in terms of scope of work. Um, and it's actually the opposite of like, just dream big and make an enormous goal and really work toward it. It's actually a sanity making tool. It's the opposite of that. It's let's take into account all of your resources at this moment and then plan from there. So it's not, well, what if you just hustle for 16 hours a day for the rest of your life? What could you make happen? I find that a hideous proposition. I prefer to be time affluent. So it's given all of the resources that you have at this moment, what's a reasonable thing for you to do next in your business? So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, I feel like the past year has been entirely overwhelming Maybe that's because I moved across the country twice. <laughs> um, but maybe it's because it really is. Like the word unprecedented should come with a trigger warning because it's just, it's all just unprecedented. And at some point, the word unprecedented stopped meaning anything. And that point was a long time ago. And so when we are in this like unprecedented, overwhelmed place, how do we deal with that? And how do we make realistic goals? Because the whole like, just dream bigger and release your next 73 products within the next 22 seconds. That ain't it. That ain't it for those of us that are business owners. Like it's just me, myself, and I. I have, you know, like helper people, subcontractors, but not, I don't have employees. I don't have a team. I don't want employees or a team. It's just me making stuff. So if it's just you making stuff and you're overwhelmed, um, of course, yes. <laughs> 
So we're going to talk about scope of work because it allows you to determine exactly how much capacity you have to work in the coming months. It also means that you don't have to despair when you notice person after person roll out there. This is exactly what I'm doing this year. Emails full of compelling copy and amazing offers. Like it is mid-January and you are actively marketing like boop, 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 five or six products. And I'm just like, wow. Um, So I felt inadequate then and I'm good at this shit. So here it is. You don't have to know what your work what your work year is going to look like 11 to 15 months into the future. That's not a thing that has to happen. It is unreasonable based on everything that's happened in the past year for you to be able to even begin to imagine to pretend to know. Also, and more importantly, the most brilliant and amazing things I've ever made were not plotted out like points on a graph years in advance. They were just the next right thing that wanted to be made, so I made them. And it's impossible to, because I live in a place of response to life and I sort of learn and then share in as close to real time as I can without uh, I try to write from the scar not the wound so as the wounds go I just immediately address them and write from them it's impossible for me to know what I'll be writing about nine months from now because I will be reacting to life as it happens So if you're beating yourself up for your inability to know what 2021 and 2022 and even 2023 will look like, you're not alone. Also, if there's anything the past year has taught us, it's that your plans may be interrupted or eliminated by forces beyond your control. Like how the thing I love most in the world about this work that I do is teaching in person, breathing the same air in the same room. And that's gone for me until vaccinations are widely distributed at herd immunity saturation levels across the globe. So that's some time. So this is just me doing my work to like bulldoze any guilt and shame you have about your inability to be like, what will I be doing in March 2023? Who the fuck knows? Because it's 2021. (laughs) And it's fine that you don't know. That's fine. You'll be doing some semblance of the work that you're doing now, maybe, or maybe it'll completely shift. That's fine. But there is a number, a series of numbers at the heart of your business that will help you move through overwhelm and whatever this year holds with greater ease. It is your scope of work, your current capacity to take care of your business without losing your sanity. Um, Especially, um, women, females, those who identify as women, those are the vast majority of the people that I work with. And um, the key to it is not the ability to take care of your business, because every woman I know does that. It's without losing your sanity. So you stop sleeping, you eat less, you, um, you give up everything in your life in order to make this business work. And your scope of work is about not quite that. So let's take care of your business without losing your sanity. And again, going in here, it's okay if your scope of work today is not the same as it was in 2019. In 2019, I was like literally jet setting around, giving keynote speeches, holding workshops, holding retreats, doing my coaching that I do now, casually writing a book, putting out podcasts, 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 podcasts. I'm pretty sure I was on Instagram a lot more than I am now. Um, There was a lot going on. So mine is way smaller in scope, mostly because I cannot travel and the inability to breathe in the same air in the same room as people is a thing that happened, right? Um, 
It's okay if your scope of work today is not the same as it was in 2019, or it's different because it has to be different because that's where we are. It's okay if you have less capacity for work today than you did at some point in the past. And I say this at great risk of vulnerability here. Um, Post-COVID, my brain takes about twice as long to write and to shape um, teaching materials as it did in 2019. And I'm using 2019, obviously, as the before. Um, And so that's so before COVID, before the pandemic, my brain literally worked differently. And so writing that used to take 20 minutes takes between 40 and 50 minutes. It's just something I've had to adjust to. There's no shame in having less capacity for work today than you did in the before. I'm saying that because if it's shameful for you, then you have to shame me. And if you have to shame me, that's just crappy because it's not something I have control over. It's okay if today's version of you is overwhelmed more easily by thinking about your scope of work than you would have been at age 19 or 24 or whatever you've mentally tabbed as your glory days. Bum, 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 right? Like, if you don't know what that is, it's a Bruce Springsteen song, Glory Days. But there is some version of you that you're like, that, that was my peak at age blah. Um, it's okay if you're not there right now. I don't know anybody in pandemic that's just like, I am crushing it, killing it. 2020 was the greatest year of my life. Um, I've just never been so like healthy and wild. Like it's not, it's not, it's not a thing, but if it is true for you, I would love to fucking talk to you because I, I, I don't want that to be a thing that nobody's doing great. Um, but a lot of it, this is an endurance sport. The pandemic has shaped and is shaping each of us as it moves through. You might find diminished capacity in some areas, and that's okay. You're a human. I'm here to help you stop throwing your hands up in angst when you try to look to the future of your business, and instead, you sink into the pit of despair. We're trying to get to that spot where we're not judging ourselves for our capacity, nor are we beating ourselves up for having failed to predict a global pandemic. Like, we're not going to try and go back to 2018 you and be like, pivot now, because by the time it's 2020, you'll be all set. Like, we're not trying to do any time travel, okay? Okay, so your scope of work is a function of time, money, and energy. It's about working toward a place where you've hit enough with all three. So a place where you have enough time, enough money, and enough energy. I know that sounds completely fucking far-fetched and wild and crazy, and it's also doable. Um, I've been working with this particular concept, um, with the the idea, the concept that true wealth is having enough time, money, and energy for a number of years, and this is sort of the next phase of it, is how do you not just have enough time, money, and energy, but actively plan for that and make that the goal. So let's start with time. For the purposes of keeping this scope from being overwhelming, let's imagine the next three months. Three months is just an arbitrary, like we have, you know, quarters. So there it is, three months. How much time do you have to work in and on your business on a weekly basis? And it's important here to be honest that it's not some aspirational, like I have 67 hours a week to work on this. And then in reality, you have like seven because you're just going to come up, you're going to judge yourself a failure at that most basic level. And that's not even your fault. So this is might be the hardest part of the whole thing, which is being honest about how much time you actually have. And I don't mean how much free time do I have, because I should be working for all of that. I mean, when you sit down at your desk or show up to your office or begin a project or whatever it is that you do for work, 
how much time are you able to be like clear, present, focused, and in top form per week? Because it's not 67 hours a week. No one works 67 hours a week like fucking, yeah, awesome, never better. Um, When do you have like the best energy, the best amount of work? When do you hit a flow state? And how long can you stay there in 2021? That's the number of hours that you really have per week. Because I'm talking about the good juice hours, not the just like, well, I scroll on Instagram for seven to nine hours per week, and that's part of my work week. I'm talking about the goods. <laughs> when can you deliver the goods and for how many hours? You're going to multiply that number by 12 because it's X per week times 12 weeks to get to three months. And that is exactly how much time you've got to work in the next three months. So if it's 20 hours a week, then you have 240 hours total to work in the next three months. Cool. So whatever that number is per week times 12 weeks, that's how much time you have. And that is just for you to get realistic with you about how much time you actually have in the next three months. Not a version of you that already has the vaccine, not a version of you that the whole world is vaccinated, not a version of you that's in the before where the pandemic is not happening. (laughs) That would be such a great place, wouldn't it? Right. We are not there. We're here. And so with Childcare, healthcare, other needs, other jobs, other restrictions. How much good, solid energy can you put into your business and how many hours is that per week? And there is no judgment if the answer to that is three. I would rather three solid, good, clear, beautiful hours than eight distracted, uh, barely there, uh, just kind of doom scrolling and, and counting the minutes sort of hours. So a realistic number is better than an aspirational number here. And a really focused number is better than a like, well, technically I'm not doing anything else. So I could be working number here. The smaller number is actually more beneficial in some ways. Next up, you have energy. This is an often overlooked aspect of business planning because everything you make or offer takes not only time, but energy. You may be dragging yourself from day to day, or you may have like fantastically wow, wow, wow levels of energy. You will need to be completely honest about your energy level patterns in order to create a scope of work that doesn't suck you dry. So if you say like, I have the most energy ever and you don't, why? Why lie to yourself? Why? (laughs) If you have enough energy, great. How do you keep going while maintaining enough energy? If you don't have enough energy, your capacity and your scope of work go down. If you have lots of energy, your capacity and your scope of work go up. So which programs, products, or services are you actively offering at the moment? And follow-ups as dual question, how much energy or capacity do you have to fulfill those active programs, products, or services at the moment? Because the answer is not infinite. No one has an infinite business. Marketing gurus the world over will talk about evergreen products, passive income, and making bajillions of dollars in like 3.7 seconds using only click funnels and Facebook ads. ads. But the answer to how much you can sell in a year is not infinite. Even if you have an evergreen product, imagine that you sold 100,000 of that thing today. Great. Sounds great, right? And then um, 100,000 people, like the link was wrong. 
<laughs> so now you have 100,000 angry emails to respond to, okay? So that's where it's not infinite because for everything that you sell, there could be a potential problem. There is a cap on how much follow-up, how much customer service, how much tech help, and how much individual attention you and your employees or subcontractors can provide at any one time. So this idea that like it's just infinitely scalable, well, technically, but also there is a cap on, on fulfilling all of these promises, services, obligations, all that stuff. What is your capacity for fulfilling your services in 2021? Keyword in 2021, not asking about the before, not asking about what you hope it will be next year, right now. What is your capacity for fulfilling your services in 2021? If, for example, you're a wedding photographer, you can't suddenly book and fulfill 317 weddings this calendar year. Your body, mind, and spirit can only support X clients. There is a finite number there. What is that number? Because that's your scope of work. If you provide any kinds of services, there's not, oh, I can just have infinite clients. I can't suddenly have like 320 coaching clients. That's insanity. I thrive at the one-on-one -on -one level. I have 20 clients at a time, maximum. Um, and that's my scope of work. So it's a small number here. That's my capacity for taking really good care of people in 2021. And I'm okay with that number. I don't want that number to be higher at this moment. Because I'm, I'm at the place where that's capacity. Likewise, how many sales can your business handle before overwhelm wins or the wheels come off? How much energy do you have for your business in this moment of 2021? So this is not aspirational. This is not somewhere else in time. In this moment of 2021, which is so hard. Because we want to say, we, I used to be able to do this or I'm going to be able to do that. And then there's this moment. Selling evergreen products isn't without its headaches and energy drains, so nope, you can't sell 34,000 of that item without any hiccups this year, unless you have the staff to back it. Um, what's your capacity for marketing and selling products and programs in the coming months? Compare that against how much time you've got, and you're closer to defining your scope of work in a way that's actually doable, which is the goal here. The goal is not put pretty shit on paper and then completely don't do any of it. It is easy to say you're going to write four books and two programs and take on 45 new clients. And that looks fucking magnificent when it's written as a goal on your wall, isn't it? Like, wow, that is a lot and I'm going to do it. But when you figure out that you've got 20 hours per week to work times 12 weeks, meaning you've got 240 hours to work in the next three months, you can see how utterly unrealistic it is to ask yourself to write four books and two programs and take on 45 new clients. And that's an example that is extreme because that's the point is that's often what we do. We look at the three months and we're like, oh yeah, yeah I could probably write a couple of books and some programs and some, and it's not realistic. And then we, instead of being like, oh, that was just a bad goal. We beat ourselves up for being unable to realize it. I don't know of a single human that can write four books in three months let alone take on those other things. We make these wildly aspirational goals and then beat ourselves up for not meeting them. This is about what is an actual goal that you can actually meet. And this is nothing to feel bad about or beat yourself up for. Capitalism skews toward goals being simple and more based. And more is just more. I've seen this play out for clients who are looking for more clients or more sales. And when they define to 
fail to define what more is, it becomes infinite and unreachable. Unreachable. <laughs> I got all fired up. When you fail to define what more is, it quickly becomes infinite and unreachable. You will never feel like you've successfully gotten more clients, heavier quotes there, because the answer to getting more clients is getting more clients. It's always just more, more, more. The answer is always more. Nothing else comes out of capitalism except whatever you have, you need more. That is crazy making. It's crazy making because if you have 10, you need 12. If you have 12, you need 15. If you have 15, you need 100. If you have 100, you need 1,000. You have 1,000, you need a million. You have a million, you need a billion. It's just more. And the way to win is to just opt out of that game. Instead of playing more, 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 let's talk about reality. Based on your physical, mental, and emotional energy, as well as the time you've got, what can you realistically handle creating, offering, and marketing in 2021? And again, it's not that more is bad, it's that you're never going to hit it. If your goal is more, it's, it's unhittable because there's always more. Like th- there's a reason that, that numbers are just infinite. They just can just keep going up forever. That's the way more works. You never hit it. So I would rather that you say, I want 30 and get 30 than that you say, I want 25. You never say you want 25. You just say more and you could actually hit 30 and just, yeah, but you didn't hit it because more. Having a number there is helpful. And then finally, there's money. So I've covered finding enough uh, in the podcast before. There's There's an episode called Finding Enough. So you can determine your enough number and then come back here if your finances aren't crystal clear at the moment. Because we need to know how much enough money is. A clearly defined scope of work helps you turn your current time and energy levels into what you deem enough money. Please note that I can't determine what enough money is. Your friend, your partner, your therapist, your doctors, they cannot determine what enough money is. That is a function of you being with you to determine what enough is. And once you've got that enough number you have to reach, how does your time and energy measure up to the earnings you'd like to bring in for the next three months? Which leads to when you've got the capacity to market and fulfill X number of products, services, or programs, how does that alter your pricing? So maybe nothing has to happen and your capacity matches your offerings. That's the ideal. That's what we work toward as if you hire me as a business coach, that's what we're working toward. Your time and money and energy are balanced at some level. Maybe your work is underpriced and so you need to raise some prices. Maybe earnings aren't the issue and acknowledging your current capacity instead of getting more burned out could help you feel far less overwhelmed and desperate right now. Maybe you're totally burned out and need to take a break, so your usual numbers or estimates no longer apply. I do not know what your specific circumstances happen to be. I only know that nailing down your scope of work is both helpful and stress-reducing. Nailing down your scope of work leads to radical clarity. So let's say you need six clients per month. You usually talk with potential clients on calls before they purchase, and about half of inquiries book fantastic, then your scope of work is to have six clients per month, which means hosting 12 discovery calls per month. So now instead of more, 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 you've taken a look at everything. And the goal is four discovery calls per month, which is booking three calls per week for four weeks. Suddenly it goes from ah to, okay, that's doable. I have seen some of my business coaching clients in KK on tap go from swimming in, I just need more clients 
to I need to book X discovery calls in order to get Y number of new clients. Can you feel the calm that comes with that sentence? It is finite. It is not more, 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 more. It is a clear and precise number that is actually doable. Suddenly, most marketing efforts are reduced to one clear goal. In this example, it's getting discovery calls booked. I'll talk about my clear goals because that's easier than making up hypotheticals about yours. And this is a greatly reduced scope of work, as I mentioned. I feel some shame about it, but it's also honest. And I think that's really important is to be honest with you. Like when I listen to Brene Brown, who's hosting... Like, I fucking love Brene Brown. She's fucking Saint Brene Brown. I fucking worship the ground she walks on. I don't want to be her friend. I don't think we can get along as friends. I think she's magnificent. But she's hosting like two podcasts on Spotify. Two books are coming out this year. She's probably got another fucking Netflix special in the works. And you know that she's also like a research professor. She's doing her research. She's also teaching. She's, I'm just like, I feel so utterly overwhelmed by just thinking about what she's doing that I end up feeling inadequate and stupid for even trying to exist. So comparison is not helpful here. Your scope of work is your scope of work. My scope of work is my scope of work. My scope of work this year includes the capacity to take really tremendous care of 20 KK on tap business coaching clients at a time to create twice monthly That's What She Said podcasts, one of which you're listening to now, and to host ongoing live breathwork meetups. And there's a secret podcast uh, for the group called Together. So that means all my marketing efforts are geared toward one of two options. Instead of being like, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? What do I say? I know that I'm going to talk about KK on tap business coaching or together monthly breath work and amazingness in person because I miss in person because those are my active programs at the moment. So it goes from, ah, I could be saying anything, that panic to, okay, whatever it is, I'm going to end it by talking about business coaching or together, business coaching or together. That's it. That's it. What is it that you need to talk about, focus on, or spread the word about in order to fulfill your scope of work this year? It's probably just one or two things. If you're like, well, I have nine projects going on simultaneously and that's doable, but it's, it's harder because what we're going for is that simple clarity. To put it a different way, what is a reasonable amount of work that takes into account all of 2021's nonsense while keeping you active and challenged in your business. Because when you fall into overwhelm that is deep, 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 it's easy to just be like, give up. Um, I may cry here. When I read the articles about the number of women that are just dropping out of the workforce because they have to take care of their kids during the pandemic, um, I'm saddened by that. I'm saddened by all of the work that we will never see because it's just gone. Because it's just too, it's just gone. So if I can in any way keep you active and challenged in your business and not giving up, fantastic. What is a reasonable amount of work that takes into account the fact that 2021 is fucking impossible for mothers? Just fucking impossible. But how can I keep you active and challenged? (laughs) Even if it's a diminished capacity, fantastic. That's better than no capacity. Where can you let go of services, products, or programs that you resent, that you're no longer excited about, or that you actively hate so that your scope of work is more fulfilling? Or how can you make those things 
be less terrible. An important one that might just hit you in the feels. Where can you forgive yourself for your inability to perform, make, or market at pre-pandemic levels? Because forgiveness of yourself is important. Entire industries have just been fucking kneecapped or eliminated. And it's not your fucking fault in many cases. Um, if you if you own a restaurant, there's no way for you to be like, well, that was a stupid move because it's going to be impossible for people to eat indoors. There's no way to know. Where can you forgive yourself for your inability to perform, make, or market at pre-pandemic levels? And what can you do this year? It's got heavy and deep, but I like it. Uh, Where can you give yourself room to make, market, and enjoy your work without falling into that infinite I need more pit of capitalism? Because putting pressure on yourself to like triple your levels of output may or may not result in tripling income. It may or may not result in tripling levels of energy. I doubt it will. It may or may not pay out in the ways that you would like. So instead of just more, 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 what if... You just recognize that that more, that's the, that's the siren song of capitalism. That's all it is. It's just more, 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 more. When you've got a clear sense of what you're capable of doing, as well as a hold on the ways asshole brain will try to trip you up. Here's a hint. It will yell more no matter what. <laughs> then, excuse me, you're close enough to defining your scope of work. Because your scope of work is grounded in the present moment and keeps an eye toward having enough time, money, and energy, you're free to do your truest work in the world without falling for sneaky, oh, I just need to write 14 books this year goals that you will never, ever, ever be able to reach. I mean, maybe you can write 14 books a year. God bless you if you can, but I cannot. And it's not reasonable for anyone that I have personally ever met to hold themselves to that goal. So I would love to hear about your scope of work for the next three months. What are you doing? What are you making? What are you dreaming up? What are you marketing? What are you bringing into the world right now? Uh, You can email me, k at kristenkelp.com. You can shoot me a DM on Insta via k, K K-A-L-P, k-kelp. I would fucking love to hear from you. Um, Secret, a lot of my work feels like shouting into the void. Like I can see that people have opened emails. I can see that people are, are listening to the podcast. I can see all of those things, but the actual human interaction is missing. Stats don't do it for me. If my website gets 10 hits or 10 million hits, I really don't give a fuck because there's no interaction with me personally. And I would like to interact with other humans. (laughs) That's where we are. So please don't hesitate. Email me, k at kristenkelp.com. Shoot me a DM, kkelp. I'd love to talk to you. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that there are three spots left for the KK on Tap business coaching to start immediately. If you're like, I don't know what my scope of work is. I don't know how to go even begin to go into this time, money, energy thing. I don't know how to work pricing. I don't know how to work marketing. I don't know how to work selling. I don't know how to manage my asshole brain. I, yes, I can help with all of those things. I want you to just shoot me an email, k at kristenkelp.com. Tell me what's up. Tell me where you're struggling. Tell me what's hard. Um, And I will let you know if I can help. We can totally talk on the phone or not. Uh, And we can talk about business coaching. And if you're like, I don't fucking need a coach. Okay, fantastic. How 
are you doing in your soul? And would you like some support in that arena? Because this is a lonely, lonely thing. To have a business and run it by yourself is fucking lonely. I know this. You can be less lonely, you can be more supported, and you can get help for the things that you find extremely challenging from a person, such as myself, okay, it's me, uh, <laughs> who will never shame you or degrade you for not knowing shit. I will, like, that's my job, is to just sit with wherever you are, whatever's going on, and make that okay. Okay, great. We're, we're, we're here. How can we move away from here? And how can we do that in a way that gets you enough time, money, and energy? And if having enough time, money, and energy isn't interesting to you, I don't even know why you're listening at this point. Because wow, that's the whole point. <laughs> that's my whole like raison d'etre, right? Like fucking French vocabulary there. I want you to have enough time, money, and energy. I don't want one of those to be out of proportion. I want you to have enough of all three of those. That's what we're doing here. And so business coaching, kristenkelp.com slash tap. You can grab a brochure or email me, k at kristenkelp.com. We shall make the magic happen. We shall talk on the phone. There are three spots left in the winter cohort, and I would love to have you. Whether you have a business, you used to have a business, you sort of have a business, you have an idea for a business, it's all good. It's all doable. This is what I do. And if you want to be one of my scope of work, 20 clients, fantastic, but you got to talk to me. <laughs> so K at KristenKelp.com, DM via K-K-A-L-P. Let's make the magic happen. May you subvert asshole brain for long enough to find a way to defining your scope of work. May you forgive yourself for all of the ways that you aren't exactly the same as you were in 2019. May you forgive yourself for all the ways that the pandemic has affected you in big ways, small ways, emotional ways, physical ways, mental ways, all the ways. May you refuse to give up on bringing your work into the world. May you find a way to access flow state no matter what you're doing. May you find a way to enjoy this particular moment that we're living, no matter what. And may you come back to the place within yourself that has enough. Enough time, enough money, enough energy, enough life to make this whole trip around the sun worth doing. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you so, so soon. Thank you for listening. One more time, The Antidote is a series of monthly gatherings to help you come back to your body, your being, and your breath when it's most likely that you'll self-abandon. The Antidote is the antidote to trying to do everything all alone, all by yourself, while you grow more stressed and you're generally freaking out and telling everyone you're fine while quietly or not so quietly, scream sobbing in a private place between tasks. Let's not do that. Let's try something different. This is a really simple format. One gathering a month on the first Tuesday of the month until the 2024 election. So we're practicing the skills that we will need in November now. And we're getting really comfortable with body, breath, and being now. And that's available to you at jointheantidote.com.
www.thisisfreeshow.com. There's a free recording. You can sign up. You can get more details. Enjoy, enjoy, enjoy.